you're on the air. Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I was, I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, I my God. Oh, and good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday, April 10th, 2012. Oh, my God. I almost said 2011. Talk about a time warp. Uh, no, I don't want to go back in time. Going forward is enough trouble. I don't need to go and repeat things. But that's okay. Hopefully everyone has had a wonderful weekend, a wonderful day, wonderful Easter, the whole bit. Because it's been wonderful on my end, too. Uh, no, uh, no Teresa tonight for my co-host. Uh, she text messaged me and all. She doesn't have internet access. Internet is down where she lives at. It's like, uh-oh. And that happens. 
you know, I hate it though when it happens to me because then I'm like, uh, okay, how am I going to get the show going? But, you know, we always manage to get the show going, which is always fun to do. Oh, let me see here. Hmm, hold on a second. I have a quick situation to take care of. Hold on. Okay, we'll send out our Reiki song real quick, and I'll be right back in just a moment. Okay, situation taken care of. Hi, ah, just love like, hurry up, play a song, get y'all going. It's like, oh man, he stops. But that's okay because we have a phenomenal show coming up ahead of us. So let me go ahead and get her in the queue here because the queue is filling up. So if you want to go ahead and get on the air with us, give us a call at three four seven five three nine five three four nine, and help me welcome to the show Karen Downing. Hello, Karen. Hello, Michael. Welcome to the show. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. We had a beautiful, beautiful, sunny spring day here in Washington State. Has it been warm there for you? You know, it has. The last week we've uh, had temperatures over 65, which is pretty unusual for April. That is unusual. Hopefully it won't. it's not a sign of things to come for the summertime where it's going to be unusually warm. No, I hope not. I'm I'm a moderate temperature kind of person. Me too. And where do I live at? In Florida, where it's hot. Florida, yeah. <laughs> but it's easy to cool off, so it's not too bad. Yeah. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, sure. I am a uh, channel. I am a psychic medium, and um, I love to do readings and talk about metaphysics. Um, I also teach classes on spiritual development, and... Um, what else can I say? I just really enjoy what I do. Cool. What's the uh, one thing that you love the most about doing this kind of work? Mm-hmm. Probably to see others have that aha moment, like when it all kind of just clicks into place and it's like, oh, I totally get it now. Uh, you know, I can see this pattern happening from whether it's from past lives or I saw this happen here. And now all the pieces are coming together, and you can see that. And you see that moment in somebody's face and, and somebody's energy. It's just incredible. Yeah, it is amazing when uh, when they have that aha moment, and their eyes light up, and mm-hmm. you know they they get a grin from ear to ear, and they're like, "Oh, I get it now." Exactly, exactly. And what's the one thing that you least like about doing this job? Um, that would be the clearing of other people's uh, garbage emotions. It's not so fun sometimes. Yeah, no, especially when they're stubborn. Yeah, or when you, you know, sometimes, and and I'll be the first to admit it, sometimes I forget to do my little uh, protection mechanism before I run the errands, and then I get home and I wonder, why why am I angry? It's like, oh, oops, you forgot to protect before you went to the grocery store or whatever. So, um, yeah, that can be not so fun, but the trade-off's well worth it. Yeah, that's the hard part. You got to always remember to to protect and shield and 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes we forget. We get so busy. It's like, oh, well, I'm just running to the store real quick, and all of a sudden yeah, it's packed. Exactly. And, and yeah, and you go, oh, oops. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I happens. hate that when I, when right. I go to a, yeah, I hate it when I go to like a flea market or something, and all of a sudden I feel like the walls and everything. You know, it's an outdoor flea market, but I still feel yeah. like it's closing in on me. Oh, like, I, I know you know, that. Mm-hmm. The, you, know, uh, you know, somebody who's six feet is like all of a sudden like 20 feet tall, and I feel like I'm shrinking. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know the oh. feeling. <laughs> not very good. No, so how long have you known uh, about, your, about your gifts? How long have you known about them? Um, well, I've been reading for, professionally for five years. So, um, I, you know, I had an awareness of them at an early age, but I never really used them. And when I did, I wasn't aware that I was using them. Um, I worked in retail selling shoes for many years, about seven years. And I used to play this game where I would look at people's shoes and tell, tell them about their life. I didn't know at the time that I was using my intuition doing this. I was a very logical person, and I, I thought that, gosh, all these years of selling shoes, I can just logically assess what's happening with this person's life based on their shoes, which is it's kind of funny when I look back and think about it now. Um, but I, I have awareness of, of doing that about 18, 19 years old. Well, that's interesting, reading people by, based on what the shoes look like. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, anything so, from, you know, tennis shoes to... Somebody who is really, you know, dressed and pressed, and um, I was just bringing the energy, and that was just how I connected with it because of my personal life experience. You know, I believe that we all have that intuitive gift, and sometimes it just we just use it in different ways. Yeah, and some people decide they don't want to have it at all, so they just manage to block it off. Yes, you definitely can see that in some people. Mm-hmm. Now, are you noticing a lot of people, though, that uh, they're awakening up all of a sudden, their gifts are reopening, whether they like it or not? Yes, I am. Um, one of the things that has been happening a lot lately that I've been getting emails about is more people having an awareness, especially when they're falling asleep, of uh, people in the room with them, whether it's, you know, they're not, not accustomed to that at all, and all of a sudden they're feeling a presence in the room, which, of course, is quite scary because it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable when you're first having these these kind of feelings. And, um, you know, that's the biggest thing that I see at this moment. Um, so it's it's going to be a, a wild ride, I think, for a few people who thought they had closed the door to that. Yeah, because I've noticed that, too. So many people are like, well, you know, I tried shutting them off when I was younger, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they opened up, and I can't shut it down. It's like, mm, you're not going to be able to. No, no. Yeah. That's part of the grand scheme of things. Which is part of the changing energy, exactly. The, the the world of spirit and the physical world are just coming closer and closer together. So before there used to be that distance where you could kind of take a step back and say, okay, um, I don't want to see anything, but now, you know, we still have a little bit of control. We can maybe ask them to come when it's an appropriate time for us. But, you know, for some people who have closed down their gifts for many years and who are destined to use them, uh, unfortunately, for people in that group, there's not going to be a whole lot of a feeling of control. It's going to feel like the floodgates have opened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then that's going to be uh, that's going to be hard for so many people. Well, it is going to be hard for some people. Um, it's, it's really interesting that you talk about this. On my on my website, I post uh, channel messages from the energy that I work with, and the most recent one was about this 
this feeling of kind of the curtain is beginning to drop. Like where, you know, you think of the Wizard of Oz and the man behind the curtain. Um, this is one of those occurrences that's happening that is revealing this process, um, that pieces of kind of this this wall or this distance between the physical world and the spiritual world, um, that distance is, is no longer there, really. And so we're going to start seeing some pieces of information or situations or energies come more to the forefront than they ever have been. Yeah, uh, well, how do you help people to handle this? Well, the best piece of advice I can give is even if you feel overwhelmed by it, do know that you still have some control. It it is about you deciding some of the parameters for things. Even if you're going to be in that category of somebody who closed off energies a long time ago and and it's, it's like really overwhelming, you can still learn and tune into your own specific guide so that you can learn to differentiate, oh, this is what it feels like when my specific, I call it my spiritual army, when my spiritual army is around me, this is what it feels like. And when there's somebody else outside, maybe a earthbound spirit that's lost their way or a visiting guide from spirit, visiting angel from spirit, somebody that's normally not in the energy, you can distinguish that difference. And that helps a lot because then you just know, okay, this is what the new level of my home feels like energetically. And then when something changes, you can ask, hey, who's there? What's going on? Or what can I help you with? Um, And the more that we can have a dialogue, it actually makes it a lot more comfortable. If you ignore it and push it aside, you're going to feel almost almost like that claustrophobic feeling that you were describing earlier, Michael, kind of that like you you don't know what to do and there's so much going on. So um, that's the best advice I would give to anybody. It's just, you know, do your best to attuned to your changing environment bit by bit, and don't be afraid to say something, even if you're saying it intuitively or you're saying it aloud. You can ask, hey, who's there? What do you want me to know? Um, it's the best way to find out what's going on. Yeah, and they can always ask, too, for um, only answers from the highest good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those of who are of uh, of the light, so this way they know that there's nothing mischievous going around. That's true, but, you know, I'll tell you that we are going to have less and less instances of those misbehaving energies than there used to be in the past. Uh, more and more as our, as those worlds, as the spiritual and physical world are coming together because our vibration is raising and the, and the consciousness is raising, um, more of those beings that have been kind of maybe not of the highest good are being requisitioned out out of earth, being pushed out because they can no longer stay in this this space that we're creating in light and love and peace. So, um, you know, they'll still be around for a little bit longer, but I don't feel it's going to be too much uh, too much longer where we're going to have to deal with uh, some of that trickery or uncomfortable feelings that those other those other energies can bring. Yeah, and because uh, I've noticed for myself, they try to make you be afraid of something, like, you know, afraid money's not going to come in and all. And I'm noticing it less and less now. It It is. It's almost like uh, the best way I can kind of describe what, as far as what I've uh, been experiencing, it's like they maybe will 
try still, but it only you don't even pick it up. It's almost like you kind of wave your hand at them like, oh, really, right? I don't think so. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not buying into what you're selling anymore. And yeah. the less people that they can, you know, they're finding that they can not bring that energy to very many people anymore. Um, and, and that's another reason why they're going to be moving on. It's that simple because, you know, um, it's really funny. I, I was watching the movie uh, The Green Lantern about, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And um, even though it is, you know, kind of that comic book sci-fi movie, I thought that its depiction of the um, kind of the power of fear versus they call it in the movie the power of will, but I like to see that as the power of love, um, you know, that's something that actually really can play out on that energetic level or that used to be able to play out. And we're going to see that 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 fearful side of things be moving on. Uh, it takes it takes a little while. Cool. And I noticed, too, a few times, I don't know if it was because I was extremely tired, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like, it's almost like, you know, you close your eyes, and then I'm looking, and I'm actually seeing myself, like, in another room. Yeah, I think, you know, our, our spiritual body, it, it's almost like we can pop out even easier than before. Um, I know for a lot of people, they only really used to have that awareness uh, when they're meditating or totally in a dream state. But even just now, I mean, for me, I can be sitting at the computer playing a game, and I'll be, I'll pop right out of myself. I'm like, what, what happened? How, you know, how long was I gone? I don't know. So it, yeah. uh, I think it's going to happen more and more. It's kind of like that. It's almost like a feeling like a time warp. Like, well, what happened? It was one o'clock, and now it's six. Like, where did the time go? Yeah, it was really strange. Just like I said, you know, it's a, you know, you close your eyes, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm like looking, and I'm like. Okay, I'm like in another room here, and I'm and I, I open up my eyes. I'm like, okay, yeah, my eyes were closed. And, <laughs> right. And I'm like, so I told my you know my guides like, all right, if I'm in, you know if I'm automatically going into another dimension, at least let me sleep first. <laughs> yeah. I said, this is kind of annoying. It's like I'm closing my eyes to go to sleep, and I'm looking, and I'm in another room, and I'm like, okay, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, everything went blank. I'm like, okay, good, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, with some people. Um, and, and because you are, you know, you, you are such a, a teacher and, and you really help a lot of people, um, and there's many people in that role, that oftentimes you will continue to teach in another dimension in your sleep. So it's like you don't even, you wake up and you're like, did I sleep? I don't know. I closed yeah. my eyes for eight hours, but where did I go? <laughs> so how about we go ahead and take a couple of calls and see if we can okay. help and, and we'll get to know more about you. Great. Sounds good. Area code 213, you're on the air. Good evening, and thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Um, I was looking at Karen's bio and just wanted to get a general reading, what she picks up for me in terms of um, spirituality, how I can move forward, what can I do to shape it and bring it forward. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, The first thing that is coming up for you... um, you, the best thing that you can do to move forward, there is a deep energy in your solar plexus chakra um, that is related to fear, but it is a fear of, it's like a fear of being victimized. So there's been many times, both in past lives and even early on in this lifetime, where um, you've been hurt by others, whether it was physically or emotionally, and 
there's a part of you that is very kept and guarded sometimes. So when you are ready and you are, as you are right now, starting the process of opening up to work with spirit, there is uh, a need for this energy to be cleared from within you so that you can really have that absolute trust for yourself and also the energies that come through you. Uh, this this energy is related to one particular past life where you were um, persecuted for your spiritual beliefs. And so this is coming up right now to be cleared before you are ready to kind of move into your next venture. So how do I clear the energy? Sure. Um, one, one of the best ways actually to clear the energy is to do some journaling on the topic. Now, if, if that's not something that works for you per se, I would actually recommend getting the path life progression. I know for me that when I have a really deep energy that just doesn't seem to kind of go away with journaling or talking through it or some of the other methods that I can use, that I use uh, that going to see a path life progression is, is fantastic. Now, if that's not something that um, you're comfortable doing because of hypnosis and the things that, the process of it, you can also do a bath with some crystals, especially for you, um, vitrine and a clear quartz. And all you do is you put them in the bathtub and you soak with, with them um, in the bath water for about 20 to 30 minutes. And I would recommend for you if you do that two to three times a week, that, that will really, you'll find that that energy really starts to subside. So that's something that you can just do really easily at home. Okay. That sounds okay. like the most easiest and convenient for me right now. Yeah, Thank you. So, uh, so citrine and a clear uh, clear and quartz crystal. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, yes. And make sure if you have a, uh, the point, that the points on them point towards the drain. You don't want them to point towards you. So, And then the last thing about a bath, too, when you're draining the water, and this is different than when we take our regular bath, when you drain the water, stay in the water, and you you visualize the water as pulling that energy off you down the drain. So leave the crystals in there and stay in there until the water drains. Um, And after a few sessions, you'll really feel a difference. But if you you keep at it, um, you know, go down to maybe once a week after you you feel the energy change just for regular maintenance and just to kind of keep your energy nice and refreshed. Splendid. Thank you okay, so much. Thank you. You're All welcome. Right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Michael. Bye. You're welcome, dear. Bye-bye. I love working with citrine and clear quartz. Well, it's just, I mean, it's great for so many things, but especially for that a solar plexus chakra blockage. You know, citrine is so powerful. It just gets right in and works to the fear and draws in abundance and prosperity, which is something right now that when you are working on a spiritual level, I think it's one of the hardest things that um, as we're kind of bridging this gap between the spiritual and physical, we still have to deal with this physical form of money. But we're thinking, you know, we live our lives energetically and spiritually, and so that citrine helps us to to manifest money in the physical that we need. Cool. Well, that's good. We'll take area code 505. You're on the air. Okay. okay. Um, I just, well, a couple of things. I wanted to comment mm-hmm. on what you guys were talking about earlier about energy protection. And um, I think that was really 
something that I needed to hear tonight because just tonight when I was coming to where I live, it felt, as I was approaching the, the parking lot, it felt kind of like my spirit was getting cramped just coming mm. to this And the last three places, I am temporarily in Florida because of my mom, and um, they've been difficult housing situations. And I'm wondering if, this is one of the questions I have, but I'm wondering if spirit is putting this for me to learn how to stay in the light regardless of where I am. You know what I mean? It's it's like is that is that the lesson to kind of be mindful of my surroundings and be able to be at peace and in light regardless, or is it more like when you notice that it's an uncomfortable place, I should get out of it? Well, I would say that it is more the former than the latter, but also it is a lesson for you to know that you can create your own positive space wherever you are because you are the light. So as you trust in that more and more and you create that energetic protection around yourself, and and I can speak from my own experience. I uh, used to live in a place where um, we had just the neighbors, they were noisy, um, just kind of bothersome. And as I began to just trust and cultivate my energy more and more, and I asked Spirit, hey, can you kind of take care of this situation for me? They Mm -hmm. moved out within like a month. So it happened really quickly, but I had to kind of really trust and let go and know that I'm the one who's creating my environment. So sometimes they'll have an experience like you have today just to show you and to remind you, hey, remember, you're, you're in charge here. You can go into any situation and create your peace and create your nice environment. Now, there are a couple things that you can do um, in any space that will help along with that. One of them is to make sure that you have a, um, a fountain in the space. Now, you can get a fountain that can target wait, wait, your... Wait. Oh, sorry, uh-huh. I, I can't. I, I didn't hear that. Oh. It was kind of garbled. Say it again, please. Oh, sure. Um, to make sure that you put a water fountain in any space that you're staying in. Uh, okay. And you can get them really inexpensively at many different many different retailers. Um, what it does is the running water gives spirit the energy to clear out your space. So you'll find that even just in a matter of a day, 24 hours of having the fountain in there, that the energy stays more refreshed and that it, it almost feels like a breath of fresh air when you walk in the door. Um, you will probably notice that your fountain runs out of water almost daily because spirit is using that energy. But it's it's a quick and easy thing that anybody can do to really keep that energy in their home much more protected. Okay. Um, okay. It just it just seems like, and it's not just here where I live. It's mm-hmm. you know at the place where my mom lives too. It's. Uh, senior citizen place and, and a lot right. of the people are very sad there. They they mm-hmm. have dementia or Alzheimer's and then the church I go to actually doesn't feel energetically very good either. And mm-hmm. well it's you know, I appreciate 
the feedback about the fountain, but I think, too, there's something for me about trying to keep a column of light, you know, or something going. And I just have to kind of get with the program on this, you know, as I become more sensitive that Mm -hmm. um, the light draws darkness, you know, it just, you know, the contrast, I think. So, so, um, you know, I'll, I'll get on with the the fountain. That's great. Mm -hmm. But um, anything else about the, what about visualizing a fountain? You know, you can, you can, you know, like at a someplace that you can't really plug in a fountain. Well, sure, absolutely. And there are other ways to bring, you know, that type of energy into the home. As I said at the very beginning, uh, just speaking with you today, just it is about you remembering that you are the light, no matter what is going on around you, and you will find that the more that you embrace that energy within yourself, that you do become more sensitive and you are more aware of the differences from environment to environment. But right now, that's the way it is for many people going through similar things to you, just realizing that, gosh, when I go to the bank or to church or to work, that it's it's not the energy that I want to you know, be in, but at the same time, I'm going to bring light to it while I'm here. So that will help and assist in changing the energy of those spaces as well. So do know that you have a great amount of control over your perception and the your ability to maintain that light for yourself. Yeah. I, I guess I just don't feel very empowered. I feel kind of tired, you know, spiritually mm-hmm. right now. And and interestingly, I wind up going to the water to recharge myself. I go over and sit by the water, you know, at at um uh the Gulf or someplace where I'm around water that's moving. And that yeah. really helps me a lot. <laughs> Well, water is a very powerful mechanism for spirit. It's, it is absolutely what they what they use to hold their energy for an extended period of time. And so that's often also, too, when you um, start really holding that energy more and more, you might find that your body goes through more water retention than normal or that you have to drink more water than normal. Um, and that's another another way that they can bring that energy to the environment. Now, you do live in Florida, so you do have a lot of humidity in the air, which is great because that humidity will help spirit to bring that energy through, too. So it is a little bit easier in a humid environment than an arid environment for them to come through. People who live in the desert really, really need to have those fountains and other ways to bring water into their environment. Right, right. Okay. do you have a second for one other thing, or do you need to? Sure. Okay. Um, I asked about a priest that's at the parish where I'm at a couple of, maybe like two weeks ago or something, and the reader gave me some information, and she said be- because of um, a time frame 
issue, which I took as a past life connection. She didn't say those words, but mm, that's okay. how I took it. And I'm, I'm hearing and understanding past life as um, different dimensions simultaneously happening, but we're just not tuned into them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if you could look at what the um, context of our past life or other dimensional connection was because it seems to bleed through into mm-hmm. this life and it's not really appropriate <laughs> coming okay. into this life. But I'm wondering if you could just see what that was about. Absolutely. Um what the energy that is going on, actually you have you actually have three past lives with this individual, but the one that you are speaking of is yeah. a past life where um he was a little bit uh he was a little bit older than you and you were his mistress. So this is an energy of he was kind of usurping or using his power and influence over others. Um, uh-huh. You you were actually you were very intelligent in that life, and you but you hid that intelligence from people. You weren't comfortable with that intelligence because women weren't supposed to be right. Back then. And um, it it that relationship of you being his mistress kind of grew into him becoming um, jealous and resentful of you because he saw you as a threat to his kind of way of being. It was like he felt in that life like you could see right through his um, kind of method to to retain his power. And so in this lifetime, he may feel that hesitancy towards you, kind of like it almost makes him feel unsure of himself because yeah. of the past life dynamic that was there. Now, he's he's a very wonderful man in this life, but he does doubt his own connection sometimes on a very, 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 very deep level. Um, it's probably not something that he would really openly talk about, but it comes from that past what? life. He I'm sorry, what? what? I he doubts his. I'm sorry. He doubts his own connection with, oh. with, with spirit and and also with his congregation. He kind of doubts. He doubts that he he doesn't feel like he's really getting through to everybody, and also he feels like some of the things that he says once they leave his mouth, he goes, "Wow, did I really say that?" I'm not. And there's almost this feeling of again, it's this hesitancy, this apprehension within him. That comes from this past life where he was very judgmental of you and thought that, again, that you could see kind of through his, how he was misusing his power in that past life. Right, right. I think sometimes there is a sense that, I mean, he he's, he's really loved by mm-hmm. the people in the parish. People really liked him a lot. And, um, but for my nickel, he kind of waters things down, you know, to kind of hit kind of a common level with people. And I feel like sometimes he thinks he's <laughs> he's pulling a fast one or something, you know, and um I don't I don't buy it, you know, I just and I think that makes him uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I question things, I question him, I don't, you know, people kind of 
fall all over the place for this guy. Right. They really, right. They really like him, you know, and I like him a lot too, but mm-hmm. I also know that he's got some blind spots, and that's not the end of the world, you know. I mean, no. it's just, you know, it's just um, an opportunity for growth, but he gets very defensive and nervous and stuff, you know, if I should say anything, so I stopped. But there's also, I'm, I'm glad to hear that there was some kind of sexual thing, because that, yeah. that still feels, you know, feels scary to him, mm-hmm. I think. Right now, he, he really, you know, runs away from that because that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, yeah. Like, so. it, just shows the, it just shows the power of past life energy and how it can affect our emotions in our current life. And so if we don't kind of have, you know, when we don't have that awareness of, hey, we're, this energy may be just not from this lifetime, even if we have that much awareness of it, it can help us kind of put things in a in a context where we can get through that. Now, that, you know, that's kind of the difficulty where you're coming up this situation is that you're you are viewing things and and you can see this past life dynamic and you can see how the parallels are playing out and you're aware of that. But he may not be aware of the entire dynamic and and that's what makes it hard. Mhm. Mhm. Is there anything I can do to um, make it easier, you know, make it not so, I mean, somebody Um, can say exactly what I say, but if I say it, it's wrong, and if they say it, he feels safe saying it's okay, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, and that's exactly, that's that's what half-lives do, is they can create such a change in our perspective when it comes to one specific person, and, and anybody else around us the same thing, they can do exactly the same thing, but yet we won't have that reaction. So mm-hmm. when you are faced with this situation, the best thing that you can do is is say the affirmation, I'm free of the energy of the past with, and then you can just say his name. Um, and the more that you say that, the spirits working with you will simply just allow you to have that energy, you know, be free of that energy. And so wow. once you change the energy, then okay. actually it, the other person will pick up on that. It will be a subtle change because, you know, he's still kind of in that past life emotional state. Yeah. But if you can release your part of it, then all of a sudden you're not playing volleyball where you're, you're throwing the ball back and forth. It right. just becomes you viewing it outside of that situation. And then it, because that energy is not going to be triggered back and forth, it will also lessen on his part. But it is right. it is a difficult thing when you're kind of in that, you have this you're knowing, hey, I have a past life with somebody, I can see this happening, but I can't talk to them about it. How do I deal with it? So I, it's a wonderful question. So thank you for mm. asking that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for all your time. You were beautiful. I really appreciate oh, it, Michael. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Okay, if you guys could just mute it, I could continue. Uh, I sure can. Not a problem. And how can everyone get a hold of you for a private one-on-one reading? Um, I have readings available through my website called aurorasmessage.com. That's A-U-R-O-R-A-S message.com. And I have just a variety of 
different styles of readings, you know, get into past lives, you can look at the Akashic Records, we can just talk about what's going on. So, um, yeah, I welcome any any insights or any any requests from through the website. And I see you also, um, okay, let me ask it this way here. What exactly is Aurora's message? Well, it's, it's very interesting. As I went through my own spiritual development process, uh, I became aware that I was working with this energy called Aurora. And um, I had a website prior to this, but I was it was very interesting. It just kind of popped into my head one day that I needed to have a website with the name Aurora in it in, in reference to her and, and the energy that she brings forth. And three years ago, I, Aurora's message was born, and it carries just, you know, general information about spiritual development. There's also general messages from Aurora that come through, uh, just about, you know, messages to kind of collective energies or what's happening on on the earth plane, things like that. And um, I also have a, a weekly radio show that she often will type up and, and have something to say on. So uh, that's kind of the gist of it, but it, it just has everything all in one place. Cool. And exactly who is um, Aurora? Aurora is an Ascended Master, and she uh, when I first was introduced to her, it was really cool. I had this meditation where I was inside a rose quartz heart, and this beautiful feminine energy was sitting in front of me, and she kept changing her appearance. She was all different shapes and sizes and races and ages, and it was really beautiful. And in the end, uh, she turned into me. And so I really just got this uh, really strong message about the connection that I have with her. Um, one of the, a couple of the lifetimes she has lived are very well known to humanity. One of them was as St. Teresa of Avila, and another one was as Mary Magdalene. Those are two interesting lives to have had. Yeah. She's, you know, and it's very funny because oh, here. I have to say this because it's coming right through. And she says, you know, she's had lifetimes as a prostitute and she's had lifetimes as a businessman. And there's no one is more important than the next. But because of the emphasis that humanity places on those those two historical figures, um, that was something that that she did want to, you know, bring out, that those, you know, that those were some some very important figures in history for Cool. <laughs> and has she had any messages about Jesus and all things? We just had Easter and all that, so. Oh gosh, yeah. The, I mean, there's there's so many. Uh, that that topic is a is <laughs> is a quite a huge vault. But um, I mean, just the best, the big, biggest message was that he is a very beautiful energy, and if we can all embrace the compassion and love that he had for his fellow man and woman and animal and plants. And um, if we can all do that, then we're going to be really raising the vibration of the planet and the consciousness of humanity. So that's the, that's the biggest message. Cool. Uh, does I, I'm not sure. Maybe you can find out in the future. Um, would uh, Will he ever reincarnate back here again? 
No, he will not reincarnate. What the the message um, regarding that is that we are going to raise our consciousness to the level to meet him. So, um, in, in that way, I guess you could say he will be incarnate in spirit because we are, as we talked about earlier, we're seeing spirit more and more and more, and we are becoming closely, more closely attuned to that level. So, I suppose if if you view spirit as being incarnate, then he will. Cool. Let's go ahead and take another call, and we'll find out more about Aurora. Okay. And about you as well, too. Eric, code 617, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, excellent. What can I help you with today? Well, my question is, um, I am starting to open up more um, psychically and really starting to follow my intuition Mm -hmm. uh, a lot better than I have in, in years. And going forward, is there anything that I need to know? Um, well, first and foremost, just continue to follow your intuition no matter what. Um, there, the only thing that uh, that's coming up that you need to really kind of watch out for is that there is going to be in in the future, and I'm seeing about six to nine months from now, that there's going to be a uh, a male around you who, uh, and this won't be connected to you. I feel it's connected to one of your loved ones. But this this person doesn't have the best interests of everyone at heart. Um, And it's going to be a little bit of a challenge for you because you're going to see through this individual right away. But other people in your life may not believe you. So um, that's kind of the only thing I can just, you actually have tactless energy with this with this man, I can feel it, um, I can feel it building up. There's going to be, it's a little bit, it's going to be a little bit of an anger kind of explosion, but it's not, uh, not, you're going to feel it on your part, but you, you know, just kind of go with it and uh, and know that um, the greater lesson there is for you um, to to stand up to this man um, and, and to not worry about what others around you may be thinking about you standing up to this man, okay? It's not going to be... Do I know oh, this sorry. man? Do I know um, this man? I do feel that you've met him, but he's not he's not in the role in your life that he will be in about six months from now. So he's going to be a little bit more prominent in your life in the next in the next few months. It's not a past relationship, is it? Um, it is not a past relationship. Okay. I feel that it's more it's going it's more attached to um one of your loved ones and 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 their being involved in a relationship. It's another another female family member will be getting closer and closer with this guy, this man. Oh really? Yeah, but you're gonna see him for you're gonna kinda see He's a little bit sleazy. I mean, that's. I'm sorry to say it sounds judgmental, but that's just the word that just came through. So you're going to see it right away. And your your loved one, somebody that's younger than you, so I'm not sure if it's like a daughter, a niece, a younger cousin, but somebody around you. And um, 
And they're not going to, they're going to kind of be blinded by love in the beginning or blinded by this person's energy, I should say, because it may not be love. Um, So just do your best to, you know, for you it's going to be about speaking your truth and say, hey, I I don't think this guy's good for you, but also at the same time letting that person go down that road a little bit and have that awareness themselves and being there for them. So. It's, it's yeah. going to be hard because there's going to be a part of you that just wants to go in there and, and say, you've got to get away from this guy. He's no yep. good. Um, <laughs> That's me. Yep. Uh, this, this protection part of you, yeah. But the, yeah. the challenge for you is just to speak your truth quietly and kind of stand back a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit, and, and let the process play out um, okay. and, and to not let your, your anger kind of come up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yes. Any, is there anything else in regards to me? <laughs> uh, in regards to you, um, yeah, I actually see a business opportunity coming up for you. A uh, little bit longer timeline, I feel about a year to maybe 14 months from now, okay. where I feel like you're going to get approached um, from somebody else. It, it's going to be in regards to some type of some type of publication. So a book, a magazine, um, some kind of writing could be an ebook. Um wow. and and them wanting to use your expertise. I feel like it could be a either a joint authorship oh, or wow. using um somebody interviewing you for an article, something like that. But it's gonna really uh spur on a business opportunity from this. Oh okay? beautiful. Oh, this is great. Thank you so very much for the message oh, and, and definitely for, for for the heads up in regards to this meal that's coming into basically my family's life. Yeah. But yeah. It's, all, it's all going to end up being, it will all end up being okay in the end. I mean, nobody's going to get, nobody's going to have any big scars or anything from what happens. But at the time, it's going to feel very, very tough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. Thank you so very much, oh. and blessings to you both. Blessings oh, to you, my dear. Let us know you. how everything goes, okay? Absolutely. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Area code 727, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Hi how are you? Bless evening to both of you. Thank, Thank you. Blessings to you. Um... I I recently had a, a experience a, a death of a loved one, and when this loved one passed away, this tremendous weight was lifted off of me. Mm-hmm. And I know that might sound horrible, but mm-hmm. I feel like I had a great energy shift, and I don't feel bad about it. Well, you know what? You shouldn't feel bad about it because the energy shift that you felt was not only related to what happened, you know, every, your dynamic in this current lifetime, it was actually to a past lifetime where this family member um, was a sister of yours in a past life, and they were actually very nasty to you in that past life. They uh-huh. made your, they, in that past life, they made your life a living hell. Um, and so when... when and this lifetime. And this lifetime too, oh gosh. Um, when they passed on, it was as if that it was like you had this knowing that the energy is done, and that's what you, 
that's what you released. It was, it's all that collective emotion from all those experiences. Um, can I talk about the past life just a little bit? Yes, please. Okay. Um, so in the past life, again, this person with your sister in that past life, they had, in that past life, they stole your husband from you. They okay. they made you um, basically work on their farm, but you had to stay in almost, it was pretty much like servants' quarters. You stayed uh-huh. in you stayed in the barn with the animals, and you had you had a little bed, but they um, they didn't feed you or have you come in for dinner time or anything like that. You really had to fend for yourself and cook whatever you could gather from the farm. Um, and both her and um, her husband in that lifetime really talked really down to you, just made you feel like a piece of dirt. Uh-huh. And um, it was. I mean, it was just it was just quite miserable, and um, a lot of these energies would have been re-triggered in your current lifetime. And so, you know, when this person passed on, it was just like almost like I'm free because in that past life, that was what you wished for more than anything. But you, I mean, you never you never did anything to you know bring harm, or you didn't even feel like you could escape from that environment. So you pretty much stayed in that state of just feeling lowly and depressed and down on yourself. And it just was a very miserable uh, life for you. So mm-hmm. that's that. I mean, when this person passed on now, it was like, I'm free. So don't feel bad about that because you're free from this dynamic of how they treated you in the past. Okay. Well, um, the, the the person that passed away uh, just uh, about a week ago was my father mm-hmm. this lifetime, mm-hmm. and uh, I love him and yeah. uh, and hadn't spoke to him in three years, but um, pretty much I I had the life you know um, you know how you're supposed to talk about really positive things about past loved ones. It's really, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's really hard to think of really good times when I had a lot of awful times in this lifetime yeah. with him. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, we it, it, we want to be able to view everything with love, but sometimes there are people in our lives that don't treat us the way that we deserve to be treated. And it's okay to send them love. But to say, you know what, this, these things happened and I didn't have good experiences with them. There's nothing wrong with saying that. And you can still love them and send them love. But you don't have to, you know, it's that you're just not allowing that energy to take you down as you did in the past life. So really you should be, you should really commend yourself for being able to kind of toe that line because it's very difficult to do. Many of us have people in our mm-hmm. lives that don't don't treat us well. So, um, you know, kudos to you for having the understanding to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to send you love, but I'm not going to allow you to treat me that way either. Right. Well, like I said, when he passed away, um, not only for myself, but for some of my other family members, I felt relief that they were protected now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've not seen, on my own selfishness uh, part, but for m- my other family members, and you know, and 
they you know they're this happened really sudden and unexpected however you know they're grieving right now and i understand but they can't understand how come i'm not you know grieving and and like you know i've tried to explain to them that energy never dies it just changes forms right and and that hopefully over you know where he is now he gets to see exactly what he's done in this lifetime to everyone mm-hmm. oh well he uh, he absolutely will get to see everything that happens everybody gets their you know into the life review and um just know too when it comes to your other family members that they just need they need that grieving process and eventually they will come to a different understanding but right now they're just not there and it's mm-hmm. okay to let let people go through what they need to go through and you know Everything will be, I mean, I feel that you're totally free of your karmic energy with the soul who was your father. So um, that's what you felt when you passed. It's like you were free of all the past life stuff and you don't have to deal with that soul again in that way. Now, that Uh doesn't mean he's not going to come back into your life, but it'll be totally different. I feel actually that he is going to be coming back, but it will be in a much different state, maybe as like a grandchild or something like that, where it will be you taking care of him and um, and showing him a way of love that he did, wasn't able to show you. Right, right. Well, with that release of energy and that guilt, because I always had guilt my whole life, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like so much... Uh, I, I feel like a lot of great things are going to happen for me now and open up and 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 this a whole big change is coming where I can do anything now. Yeah. Well, it's like you're free to be yourself for the first time ever that you've ever felt that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so That's a big thing. Big thing. Okay. <laughs> so, but I had a connection with him in a past life, though. Yes. Yeah. And I I needed to come and finish that this this lifetime with him to 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 clear that out, right? To overcome that and to it, what you did in this life was you made a boundary and you stuck with it and you said I'm not going to allow you to treat me that way, so I'm not going to have a relationship with you. And mm-hmm. that was what what you never did in the past life. That was what you came to do in this lifetime was to create that boundary and to break that past life energy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thank thank you so much for that uh, insightfulness. No, oh, you're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye bye, dear. Bye bye. Yeah. Well, people should never feel uh, sorry that somebody is going ahead and um, mm-hmm. you know and left. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it is a blessing because uh, you know, it, but it's also made them who they are today. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's why you know I was saying to the caller, it's. It, it's a really difficult thing to walk that fine line of understanding the role of people in your life and giving them love for saying, hey, you, you made me who I am today, and I actually learned maybe how not to be from you. There's love in that situation, whether or not, you know, even when some not-so-nice things happen, you can still give love to transform that situation, but also to say, I'm not going to allow you to do that to me again. Yeah, take control of the situation. Yeah. Let's go to Eric at 484. You're on the air. 
Hello, 484. Okay. We'll go to Eric number 913 on the air. Hello, Eric Hello. 913. Hello. Hello. How are you tonight? Doing Hi. great. How can we help you? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I just had a question about um, I had applied for, I'm in school and had applied for a research assistant job for the coming fall mm-hmm. and didn't get it, was told that, <clears throat> excuse me, due to some budget cuts, um, that they didn't have enough positions. So I'm keeping my eyes out for, <clears throat> excuse me, for anything coming along. Just wondered if you saw anything uh, coming along. You know, I do see something coming up for you. Um, It's going to be right in that same field because I'm seeing you right in the lab doing work. I feel what could happen here is that there's a strong possibility that one of the candidates that they did take for a position, because they they do have some positions, um, will back out. So that's a very strong possibility. Um, Secondly, there's also I'm seeing another a different person coming into the department that will create some kind of change. Um, this change is going to be uh, on a on a budget on a financial level. So some things will get moved around, and it's going to shake things up. People won't like it too much, um, but that's not going to happen until the fall. So um, do look for those two things. In the meantime, though, just keep that positive energy going and keep applying for things and because I do feel it's going to click right into place for you. For some reason there's a there's a a, a young man that um is going to be dropping out of the uh of that position somehow. So somebody's going to be leaving, but it may not be till late July or August before you hear anything. Okay. Well, that okay. sounds great. I just I just tried to keep the focus that um, even if something didn't come along now, something maybe better would, and it would be even better than the research assistantship that I had this year, and I might even enjoy it more. So, Yeah, good, good. Yeah, keep that positive attitude going. Keep applying for things. Like I said, there's going to be some changes in within that department, company, area um, okay. on a group level that will make a big changes, positive changes for you. Great. Thank you so much. You both have You're a welcome. wonderful night. You Thank do the you same, dear. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So many great changes taking place for a lot of people. Well, you know, it really is, and I think it's a testament to all the work that everyone has done on an individual level to remove any of that fear and to start really living a life knowing that you manifest what it is that you need and you want in life, but... You have to just remove that fear first, that fear that comes in and says, oh, well, you, you know, that doesn't happen or that doesn't, you know, that can't work like that. All of those little what-ifs that used to pop in um, just don't come around as much anymore. So we're finding that it's much easier to bring resources and connections and all the things that we need. Cool. Go ahead. We'll help, uh, help out uh, Erica. 631, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Thank you for taking my phone call. Hello. How can we help you? Um, I was just wondering. I'm having a blast. I'm going on a lot of dates and stuff and starting dating, but do you see one turning into a relationship? I do see one of them turning into a relationship. Um, 
I see a wonderful partner for you coming around, gosh, it could actually be pretty soon. I think that you've already met this person, um, and things are going to start getting just a little bit more serious by the end of this month, and meaning that you're going to see them more and more often. Um, but I feel that by June, you might have a relationship with a label on it, uh, so <laughs> something that becomes maybe a feeling official. Uh, this, uh, again, you already met this person. Um, they love to dance, really into music. This one, so they love to what dance? Dance, yes. I'm just seeing, I mean, I'm trying not to dance right now. I feel the energy so much. Um, love music, very creative, um, uh, and uh, and you're going to have a lot of fun. Do you know what they look like or age? Because I'm dating a couple. I mean, just going on dates. Or it's a... Um. I see medium brown hair. Um, let's see, age is a hard one for me because I just see appearance. Um, uh, let's see, clean shaven, um, on the tall side, nice broad shoulders. There you go. That's what I just met someone like that Saturday. No, well, there you go. Well, just but then go I with like it. just have I, just have fun. Okay. And real, real, real quick. Do you see my yeah. son coming back to live with me? His name is Nicholas. Or better, or something, mm-hmm. anything. Um, I don't see him coming back to live with you, but I feel like things are gonna get things are gonna improve for him. Um, it's gonna be a gradual process, not like overnight. All of a sudden, everything awesome, but um, there's going to be some good news coming from that sector of your life in about two to three weeks or so, something that will feel really positive that's going to kind of bring some momentum back into his life. Oh, you mean like he'll see me more or something? Um, see you more, but I feel like there's going to be like an exciting opportunity too coming to him. Something that's gonna just give him like a real boost of confidence, which is actually what he needs right in the moment. Maybe baseball or something. He's only eleven. Yeah, there's there's some some big kind of something he's just gonna get really excited about. It could be sports. It could, I also could I also feel it might be like a, a opportunity to do something um, like in theater or something like that. Something he's never really. It will kind of be like a surprise that he shows interest in it, but um, it's going to be something he's really excited about. Like somebody said, oh, wow, you would be really good doing this, and then he does it, and, and he has a blast. Um, well, that's good. So, some, you know, that's really positive. Now, as far as you about him spending more time with you, um, things, unfortunately, for the spring and summer, I, I I just don't feel like a whole bunch is going to change. Um, but right around the end of December, the holidays time, um, I, I do see him actually being more vocal with you about kind of what him wanting to spend more time with you and, and everybody kind of making a plan to make that happen. But for some reason, spring and summer, I don't know if it's just that he's too busy or there's a lot going on, but I don't see too much changing until December. 
but you don't see him living with me for a while, or? Um, well, I just I do see him coming to stay for a little bit, but as I said, I he's going to be there's something going on in his life that he's going to be busy, and um, but right around the holidays in December, I see him have sitting down and saying like I I want to spend more time with you. I want to it, it it'll be like him living there more often or a change in custody, something like that, where the arrangement really? shifts. Oh, my God. But it's okay. going to be about him. He's going to take control of that more. You know, wow. he's going to feel like, hey, I, this is my life. I want to, you know, I want to go here more and I want to do these things. Um, so he's actually is a little grown-up. So he's, he's not, he really knows kind of... Just he'll have the courage to talk to you about it. I mean, yeah, because I think, I think that's, his, yeah, his dad can be a little controlling. Yeah, and he's gonna it's gonna really come to a head around the holidays because he'll be not as involved with as many activities, and he's gonna really get like this. It's almost like a homesickness for you during oh, that time. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. That was really strange, though. You picked up on that guy right away. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye bye. Bye bye, dear. Thank you. Go to area code six zero eight. You're on the air. Hello. 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 How can we help you? Um, yes, I was in. I am in a situation um, where I need some really, really terrific, strong healers. I know Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael, Metatron, uh, Saint Germain. But do you know? I mean, are you picking up on my situation? <laughs> I really need um, some powerful healers. Okay. Um, well, I'll tell you this. I will. I will ask Aurora to send some more energy your way, so you will find that the energy that you have been asking for healing are are all maybe a little bit more masculine energy. So she's going to send some divine feminine energy to assist you and help you with your healing. So that will be her and Kuan Yin and Mother Mary and some other energies as well. Okay, so first of all, just know that they're on their way. That it may, you may even feel the room start to get really warm where you are at this moment. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Also, too, um, just, you know, right now for you, continue to... Keep a really positive attitude. Take some time for rest and contemplation, and try try not to do too much because you are you're bringing a lot of healing energy around you, which is wonderful. But if you are not taking enough time to rest, it, it can't really get in there and do all the work that it has the potential to do. Um, another thing that I'm going to recommend to you is to um, Find a rose quartz crystal, it, whether you have one at home or go out and and, find, and purchase one from a, a crystal store, um, and that will hold that beautiful feminine healing energy for you in your home. And that's a crystal that you can put right by your bed as you sleep at night um, okay. and really will bring that healing energy as you sleep um, and... and and just know that, you know, you keep that positive attitude um, and they can just transform 
any rough situations, you know, on a on a on a spiritual level, your body is always in perfect perfect health. And so I feel that what you're currently experiencing is actually a purging of some very old um, past life energy from, you know, a, a couple actually different lifetimes where it's, it's coming to the surface to be released and it is it is causing issue as, it, as it's coming forth, but that it will, with all the energy you're bringing forward, this, this will subside. Um, it is going to take a little time, so be be patient and be persistent with it and, and just keep your your spirits up because you're very, very, very strong, very strong individual. So uh, that energy is just there for you to use. So do I ask for this every night? Uh, you know, you don't even need to ask for it every night. It is, it's always there. Now, when you, um, if you do want to connect with any specific individual, um, what, you know, how I would probably do it if I was you is pick one of those, one of the spirits that you've already been asking for assistance from to ask them to kind of be in charge of your healing team. So for you, I think you have a really strong connection with Archangel Michael. So ask Archangel Michael, hey, can you be you be in charge of my spiritual team of healers? So whenever whenever I am, you know, asleep or relaxing watching television or when my mind is occupied even, uh, just come in and do the healing work that you need to do, and I will always be gracious and accepting of that. And you only need to say that once, and he will take care of the rest. Okay. Do you see um, at the end um, a great healing? Um, I see more of a gradual change for you, um, but what by the, let's see, not by your next visit to the doctor, but I would say, Two, possibly three visits from now, but I feel two visits from now, there's going to be a big, they're going to start to see a big shift in what's going on, and they're going to wonder what you're doing. So oh, that's just, great. Just keep that patience and, pers- er, and persistence up. That is the most important thing. And and just have trust. Just know, because that energy is there, and it can do amazing things. I can tell you, I mean, it, this is nothing compared to what you're going through, but I can tell you about the power of healing. I one time uh, took a a pan out of the oven. It was a 450-degree pan with my bare hand, and I had absolutely no burns, marks, redness, or anything because I immediately put that healing energy on it. Um, you know, as I said, it pales in comparison to what you're going through, but... Uh, I mean, something that logically I should have a serious burn from. I had no, it was, didn't even look like anything happened to my hand. Oh, my gosh. So I, it just normally will be here now? I mean, do I yeah. focus on the spinal cord? Uh, yeah, especially the lower, especially the lower area, lower, I don't know, what, the lumbar area is where I, and the lower half, I would say. Oh, okay, because the injury was in the C area, like higher up in the neck? Yeah, for some reason I, I'm i feeling the lower portion getting, I think what's happening is that that energy is traveling down the spine. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you can focus on the whole thing, but I feel a big, it's almost like my lower back is becoming twisted. 
I feel like I have scoliosis as I was talking to you, and I know that's not what you have, but so uh-huh. I feel this twisting in the in the lower spine. So, I mean, bring the energy to wherever you need, but also be sure to focus on that area as well, because there is a connect like a connection effect that's going on between okay. where you sustain the injury and the lower part of the back as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Have a blessed evening. I wish evening. you the best. And blessed be to you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank you. So uh, do you have any events coming up soon that you'd like to go ahead and promote? Um, I do. I'm most excited about a three-day course that I'm teaching over Memorial Day weekend. It's called the Master of Metaphysics course. And it really helps anybody who is wishing to gain a deeper understanding about different spiritual topics, raising your vibration, getting kind of ready to step out into that world of working for spirit and what that really means. So uh, we we just go over a bunch of different things. And on the last day, I will uh, do a deep trance channel of Aurora and allow her to bring messages to to each person who's in attendance. So... um, I'm just, it's just an amazing course, and and so much personal transformation takes place. It's just incredible. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I wish I was living in your area. (laughs) I have that, you know, people are coming in from different places just for the course, so it's, it's an incredible thing. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and bring on area code 951. You're on the air. Oh, hi. How are you? Um, um, I was wondering if there was anything that I should be working on, if, if there was something from a past life that wasn't resolved, or if there's, any, if there's just anything I should know at this time. Sure. Um, the energy that's coming forward right away is a past lifetime from when you were a soldier in the crusade. Um, this was in the crusades that occurred in the 1200s, so I'm not sure which, off the top of my head, which one of those it was, but it was in the 1200s, and you were a, um, you were basically like a general. You were leading a whole giant troop of soldiers, um, across, I mean, this was a long distance that you had to travel. Um, where I'm seeing you right now is traveling through Turkey um, on your way further south, and uh-huh. um, you you led the troops through this. It, it was like a dried up river valley, and uh-huh. you actually led your troops into an ambush. Oh um, no! Yeah, you were uh, you were shot in the leg with an arrow, okay. and you you I mean you were very valiant though. You really, you fought till the very, very end, but you ended up dying in that, um, yeah. that skirmish. Right. Um, but you're, you know, from the moment that you kind of went into that, into that uh-huh. valley, there was a part of you that said you, you shouldn't be going down here, but you uh-huh. did it anyway because uh-huh. you were a little behind on, you were a little behind on time, and you kind of thought, well, this will be really fast. We'll just kind of get everybody through because we're supposed to be there oh, in, no. you know, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't listen to your intuition and you, you oh, felt no. extreme, extreme guilt. 
from mm-hmm. kind of that moment you entered the valley to to your your death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this is something that you can. I mean, I'm just feeling this. First of all, I'm feeling the pain in my in my calf at this moment where where huh. you got hit with that arrow. So um, huh. if you kind of experience like a, a tightness, or you almost huh. feel like even like you kind of want to limp in the next maybe week. <laughs> Um, it could be a, a sign of that clearing, like your leg will feel funny um, or you feel like a shooting pain out of it. Those, those are kind of some symptoms that can happen as you have a physical, like there's a, you know, uh-huh. almost like they're taking that arrow out of you. Oh, wow. And um, okay. what the energy that's important to release is that is that feeling of guilt for not oh. using your intuition. So mm. um, sometimes how that can affect you in this lifetime and that you'll you'll give somebody a piece of information, and you just you're really open and you want to uh, share your guidance that comes through. But there's a part yeah. of you that also wants to kind of hold on to that guidance after it comes out of your mouth, like, oh, yeah. I hope that that person listens to it. I hope that they they do, yeah. you know, what I suggested. Yeah. And and that's the way that 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 guilt from that past life can affect you oh. now. And it's mm. actually very important for you to release. Once you release those words, you release uh-huh. the energy too, because uh-huh. what you're doing is actually you you are, in a way, kind of holding on energetically to the outcome for that other person. And it's not your job to do that. Basically, is all I'm saying is that it's mm. that that's their job to listen to the intuition that you you mm-hmm. did your job, you gave it to them, and then you have mm-hmm. to let it go. Um, you know, I can I, I can speak for me personally. Yeah. Doing readings, that was a very difficult thing for me as well. And uh-huh. I used to, I mean, I would stay up at night wondering, oh my gosh, well, I hope that right. that person that this happened to. Yeah. I don't think your ener- your energy is quite like that, but um, yeah, it is a very important thing to to work yeah. through so that going right. forward, you just yeah. have more of your energy focused on bringing yeah. that into it. Well, I tried to do that with my mom because she, um, mm-hmm. well, she died three years ago, and she just did not want to, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like I wish I would have said more. Yeah, I think I, sh- I could have said more now that I think about it because she just worried way too much. And, I mean, I, I had, you know, there's certain things that I knew that would help, but, you know, I just think that she was just so old-fashioned that she wasn't really, you know, yeah. she thought it was all super, you know, all like, um, I'll do woo-woo. I don't know, witchcraft or something. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. But anyways, but I'm, I'm sure she probably realizes that now and, and um, you know, feels bad about not listening to me. I'm not really sure exactly, but. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the message is just to not have any, you know, don't try not to have any attachment to the words after they, they come out of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just know that okay. you you needed to say what was said, mm-hmm. and right. and yeah, that's exactly what that person needed to hear. And right. the rest I, of it is you just gotta let it go. Okay, great. Well, thank you. That kind of gives okay. me some. Yeah, I don't feel bad about you know voicing my opinion as much now. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's good. very interesting. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Hello, Sig. You're on the air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Thank You're you welcome, there. Um, I just want um, a general reading, if I could, please. Sure. Okay. Um, wow, the, the first thing that I'm sensing with you, um, 
is just an, I feel an overall feeling of just pressure and anxiety all of a sudden. Um, hold, hold on a sec. I'm trying to lessen it a little bit so I can listen to what they're saying. Okay. Um, that they're within one of the things that they wish to tell you is to do your best to just kind of go with the flow of things more. There's a part of you that wants to really hold on to um, controlling kind of things that are going on in your life. It's, it's like a way to to kind of manage being overwhelmed. And, and that's really, you know, we all feel that. We all feel overwhelmed sometimes. But right. for you, there's a deeper anxiety there. It's almost like, um, like you, you could worry about something if it, once you let let go of it. For example, um, something at the workplace, if there's a project that you were working on, it would be very difficult for you to leave what you're working on mentally at the workplace. It would still be churning in your mind, oh, I hope that this person uh, got the email and they took this project and they're doing with it what I thought they, you know, what needs to be done. Um, and, and there's this overall feeling of anxiousness. And it can affect many different areas of your life. It's almost like if you didn't worry about your home, then you would be worrying about your bills or you would be worrying about your, it would go from one thing to the next to the next. And this is actually a disorder. (laughs) Well, I can say it can borderline on it, but I wouldn't use that term. Okay. Um, (laughs) Because that kind of has a connotation to it, you know. It's, uh-huh. it's it's something that you can overcome, but it it really it's it's quite strong. It's very strong at times, and and I think that you do a very good job of of not letting it consume you, even though it's a strong energy. Yeah. Um, one of the things that is really coming up about that and the source of it is it actually comes from a past life experience. Well, actually, a multitude of past life experiences, but the one that affects it the most. Um, is from a a past life situation where you had entrusted your home to somebody else while you were away. This was a lifetime where you were male, and you would um, you would frequently travel to the largest city in your area, which was like a five day journey, you know, there and back, and and you would stay there for a couple of days. Um, you uh, you sold various products related to pigs. So you had, you had a pig farm, basically, in that life, and you sold different pig products and pig leather and all sorts of things. Um, and while you were away on one of these trips and trusting your home and your land to your neighbor to watch, your home and barn burned down. Mm-hmm. And... You came back and you were devastated. I mean, there was no way for them to communicate with you. I mean, you can just imagine coming to your home and the place that you love and it's all destroyed. Um, it was just disheartening. And in that lifetime, you were never able to recover from that deep loss. I mean, you lost, um, you had lost your children in that fire. You lost your wife in that fire. You lost your um, your farm and your livelihood and your whole sense of self. I mean, it was very, very, very devastating. Um, and you were just beside yourself. Um, 
just, I mean, I can, the, the sadness is very deep. And um, you you went to, you went to live with a relative and you, you, you did okay. I mean, you, you were able to recover on some ways, but there's that deep loss you were never able to replace. And, and that has become the root of anxiety in this lifetime that something, when something gets kind of outside of your realm of vision or your touch, that something could go wrong and, and that it's out of your control. Um, so I hope that by getting into that past life energy, it can help subside some of that so that it, it you hopefully you'll find that in the next couple weeks as this energy comes out, it can feel actually you can have a couple kind of intense days. But after that, as the energy comes out, you should feel a lessening of that overall anxiety where it's like, okay, well, I see this happening, but I'm just going to breathe and I'm just going to let that situation go and know that it's going to be taken care of because spirit takes care of you. Okay? Yes, thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. Michael, can you keep me on hold? I sure can, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, Skype caller. You're on air. Hi, it's Nathaniel. Hi, Nathaniel. How are you tonight? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Good. How can we help you tonight? Oh, I'm just kind of wondering uh, just about general reading. Sure. Okay. Um, it's very interesting because as you were saying your name, I was shown a little dog um, I'm not sure if this, I feel that it's in spirit, um, and it just wants to tell you that it's around you. Um, it appears to be, it's like kind of brown, tan in color. It looks to me to be like a, a Pomeranian, but it could be just an, another small breed. Um, it's a very just loving, loyal animal companion that is around you in spirit. So first of all, that, that was they made the the dog made themselves very present, so I have to just share that. Um, but I do want to give you another piece of information here. Um, okay, so the next thing that's coming through is, um, do you know that you have a really strong connection with uh, the nature spirit? Um, there is a you have this amazing ability to just tap into kind of what's going on with the earth with the trees, with your surroundings, and um, that's something that you can really utilize a lot more. It's almost like I feel that you are one of the stewards of the earth, and this is a big part of your your role, um, that you're kind of, that you're going to find that you're awakening to it more and more and more. Um, are you still there? Yeah, perfect for Earth Day here coming up here in a couple of oh, weeks. Oh yeah, it sure is. Yeah, try um, try going. You know, next time you're you're kind of out in nature, I would suggest really taking the time to sit and connect with one of the the big tall trees in your area. Um, it's a really amazing process. They're super incredibly knowledgeable, and um, I think that you're going to really enjoy you know, the information that they share with you, and, and really connecting with it on that level. There's some amazing, amazing pieces of information that the trees and, and the, the area around you actually hold on to. So it's incredible stuff. 
awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Oh, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Have a great... Bye-bye. Bye. Go to area code 484. You're on the air. Oh, thank you so much. Um, sorry I didn't get on or get through earlier. Um, I'm super, super worried about my son and the current relationship that he's in. Um, I haven't even met her or anything, but I have a lot of concerns, and I'm hoping that this relationship, if it is what I'm picking up, will pass soon. Um, yeah, this is a case of he, him getting kind of sucked in by the the person's persona, in, you know, the, that they, the facade that they want others to see. Um, but, you know what, he's a really smart guy, and he's not going to let it go on too much longer. I would say at most I could see them still together for maybe in only another couple months. Um, there's already a part of him kind of, I feel in his heart that he's like, I'm not so sure about this, but everybody, you know, his friends are saying, hey, yeah, this is great, and you're really lucky and all this stuff. So he's like, okay, well, I guess I am, you know, but there's a part of him that doesn't, that's kind of telling him, hey, don't buy into this whole thing. There's something deeper here that you need to figure out. Um, also, the two of them have a past life energy together, and that's what really drew them together in the first place. But uh, it's soon going to be—it's soon going to be worked through. And when that energy changes, it's like the, he's going to have the blinders lifted off, um, and he's not going to kind of give in to what his his friends and other people are saying. So, um, mm-hmm. as for you know how you're kind of viewing the situation, just try to. Just do your best to just be there for him like you always are and um, and, and know that it's, it's going to be, I feel really strongly that he's going to be moving out of this pretty soon. Okay. I, did, I just heard about her today. I don't even know what she looks like or anything, but it was yeah. not good. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there, <clears throat> is there anything coming up for me work-wise? Um love-wise, but especially work or money-wise? Let's see. Um, let's see. Five changes coming up work-wise. I see actually a nice kind of bump up as far as work goes around July. So this can be a, you know, promotion raise, new position totally that um, does bring you some more money. Um, I feel that this this opportunity is going to be, um, I see it being administrative, but it's more than just that. It's like administrative technology, um, something where you're going to be using, you're going to be using more of your talent, uh, your innate talent and gifts than you have before. Um, I know that a part of your your struggle over time is kind of like you 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 can kind of feel like you're in a rut after a while. And you have often can feel underappreciated by people around you. So this is going to be changing. Somebody's going to see really see something in you. And I feel like you're going to be tapped as a resource for some real innovative ideas in some way. Um, so, again, around July. And I'm sorry, I can't talk. Um, Will, 
my money be okay till then? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> sure. Where um, you know, it's gonna, there's going to be some moments where you're pretty worried. I'll tell you tell you up front. You know, um, but you are going to make it through it. The best piece of advice I can share with you right now is just be sure to be very communicative with your like all the companies that you have bills with. Um, as long as you do that, you're going to be fine. But if you let the worry kind of overwhelm you, it's going to be hard to keep your head on straight. Um, it's not going to be, you know, between now and July. It, it can seem like a long time, but it's, you're going to get through it pretty quick. And as long as you're willing to call the companies that you have bills with and say, hey, you know, I'm going through a situation, but I'm going to, you know, here's my, when I can make a payment, or I'm just going to do this. Um, if you can do that, then the worry will subside a little bit because at least you'll feel like, hey, I'm taking control of this in the meantime. Um, but then once once July comes around and you start seeing things improve for you, I feel like it's just going to lead to even more opportunities. And from then on, I think I see you being able to kind of get caught up and and feeling like you're back in your your nice group of prosperity. Will Will I move my house, or will I rent my house? Or um, get a roommate. Um, I I see you actually renting this house in the in the future. I actually see you staying there just a little bit longer, but I do see you renting it. Um, and actually not staying there yourself, but renting it out to somebody else. Uh, starting in about August September. So um, there's going to be some. You know, you're going to want to kind of get settled with this new job thing, and then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh. Okay, well now I can now I see that it's time to um, to make money this other way too by renting your house. Will there a guy, will there be a guy coming in soon too? I'm sorry to have so many questions. Okay. <laughs> um, Dying to the know. Time, the timeline for that is is a little bit longer, um, oh. only because you're going to have kind of a lot going on, um, not in a bad way, just in a way of being nice and productive and busy. Um, and then I see time window for you about a year and a half from now to, well, you know what, I'm going to say it's a little bit earlier than that, about uh, 14 months from now to about 18 months from now, I see a, a nice time for you to really um, to really start forging a relationship. Um, this, this guy will be around you before then, but it's like you will be really ready to have that time and energy to put into a relationship during that time. Okay. So it sounds like all's going for a better positive thing, and um, my son will be okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is he's very flexible uh, emotionally. So he, you know, he's going to kind of go through some ups and downs with this whole thing, but he's going to be just fine. He's going to be much, actually, he's going to be much better for it in, in about a year A year from now. He's going to be like, oh, my gosh, I learned so much from this experience. Um, but right afterwards, of course, he's going to he's going to be mad. He's going to be um, sad. And he's going to kind of feel like he got played. So those things aren't going to be great. But he's going to be actually for his, you know, going on to the future for him, 
he's going to be really happy he had that experience because then he's going to be able to spot somebody like that a mile away. Yeah, that's good. But he's going to be good in general in life. I mean, he's going to be fine because I always worry about him regardless of girls or whatever. Oh, you don't need to worry about him. He has a very, very bright future ahead of him, and he's very much in the driver's seat of his life. You know, he's going to have – we all have a few bumps in the road, but really with him, I he has a pretty clear direction of where he wants to – what he wants to do, where he wants to go, um, and I really don't see – anything getting in his way as long as he just keeps his kind of wherewithal about what's going on, he's going to be just fine. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Hang in there. I Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Keep me on, please. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Um, just got a private message um, on Skype. It's just, uh, the person who just talked to you they said they wanted to let us know that um, she is paralyzed due to a car accident January 13th, 1983. Spinal cord was not severed, which is good because uh, mm-hmm. she doesn't feel. And she wanted me to please ask you to continue to send the ascended masters to her. She lives in Wisconsin. Her name is Lisa. Okay. Absolutely. And, you know, she she has incredible healing gifts herself, so... Um, Lisa, if you're still listening, you know, know that you can call in the masters at any time. You do not need to go to anybody else to bring them through you, and you have amazing, amazing healing abilities yourself. So um, just know that, and and you can really, really make some very big progress in getting some feeling back eventually and even a little bit of function. So just know that this is something absolutely that you can work through. Cool. Figured I'd go ahead and pass that along to you. Thank you. Area code 646, you're on the air. Hi, good evening, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi, um, my name's Christina. Um, I have a question about um, a relationship question. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you see what happened between me and Tim. Okay. Um, with this situation, uh, there, you know, on his part, there is just, my gosh, there's a lot of fear on his part. He has a real, he has a real difficult time allowing himself to be intimate with somebody. And when I say intimate, I mean that emotional intimacy that really opening up and full trust because on a level he doesn't really trust himself because of some of the messages and situations he went through when he was much younger. Um, now, this has kind of caused him to, it's almost like he he ran away even though he didn't want to. Um, and there's a part of you that's kind of left, you kind of feel like you're left holding the bag a little bit, like, well, what, you know, what happened or anything that I did? Um, but this right. is this is a case of sometimes the energy between two people, it's like you had such a deep connection that it was like you went full speed in the beginning and it was just like, bam, the two of you got together and things were really great. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, well, uh, this is getting kind of scary here because this connection's really deep, and that is really it. 
it just brought out the fear. Um, and it kind of took him to a place that he wasn't ready to go to. And, and that's okay. And I know that uh, on your end of things, um, you really wanted to try to, you know, be there for him and help him and assist him in every way that you can. But when it comes to relationships, both people have to really make the choice to be present in the relationship. And sometimes people will give in to their own fear. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's pretty raw still, but um, it, with with a little bit of time, I think that things will will start to feel a bit better for you. Um, so you don't see us getting back together? Uh, I, you know, not at this time I don't. Now, it's very interesting because the two of you, there is a past life connection, and that's why you really kind of felt that it was almost like it, you really clicked at the beginning. Um, and that, again, that was kind of what what caused the fear, too, for him. And, you know, and it's going to be on him to deal with his own fear of closeness. Um, so, you know, he's going to have an opportunity to work on that in the next uh, two to three years, especially with his immediate family. There are going to be kind of some things that happen there. Um, but, uh, and so if he does work through it, I can, there is a, excuse me, a very slight possibility that he can kind of reignite or recontact you in about three years. But I don't think that it's worth waiting around for somebody to to decide if they want to, you know, open themselves up if they're, they're still kind of, he's still kind of in the space where he wants to run away. So... Okay, thank you. Thank you for the... Okay. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Many blessings. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to area code 228. You're on the air. Wow. Hello, how are you? Hello. Um, I was just wondering... Um, questions about my mother has to go like for surgery and I was wondering mm-hmm. if you see any type of outcome for that or um okay with surgery um you know for the most part everything is going to go fairly well there is going to be I think the healing I feel like the healing process is going to take just a little bit longer uh, than normal and so there may be some concern on the part of her doctor with that but uh, don't you know? Don't give any any energy of anxiety or worry to that. It's it's also not only is it going to be a surgery that takes place, but in that downtime, that recovery time, Spirit's going to do a lot of work on her energetically. So it's okay if it if that downtime takes just a little bit longer. Um, you know, when when she recovers, she's going to have she's going to things are going to feel it's going to feel a lot better for one. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to, you know, her medical team is going to be very happy with the end result. So overall, things are going to be quite well. But again, there's that, there's going to be that concern of, hey, this recovery time taking longer than we like. Um, mm-hmm. they, I feel like there's going to be maybe they'll give her, they'll change her medication at one point in time. Um, but other than that, you know, don't worry about that as as that comes down the pipeline because the end result is going to be. Everybody's going to be very happy with the end result. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. 
Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Many bye. blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you, you too, bye. Well, we've done wonderful tonight. So many people we've been able to help. Yeah, it's been great. It's gone so quick. <laughs> I know, it does. It goes by real fast. Yeah, it's amazing. So we have a few minutes, so I might as well go ahead and see if um, if maybe Aurora has some ethics for me. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so uh, first of all, be prepared to be even busier um, <laughs> with everything that's going on. Um, and also pretty soon you're going to actually have to give some of your uh, regular duties actually over to some other people to kind of take on because you're going to, what you're doing is going, is so, uh, is so important and so high in demand that there's going to be some amazing opportunities that come up for you to do more traveling for, and speaking. Um, and to also do more of what you do uh, via via Skype, but it's almost like doing the conference via Skype and things like that. Um, so there's something big for you that's going to happen this September, especially. Uh, not sure what that is yet, and uh, but you will get news prior to that of when it comes down. And just you know, continue to go along for the ride like you have. You you have a wonderful. Uh, support system around you, and that's going to continue to be there. And um, but the biggest thing is just—it's almost like you're going to be—you thought you've been launched before, but you're going to be launched into the stratosphere now. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and um, yeah, because I just had some recent changes, and I've got um, three people who are actually going to be helping out um, mm-hmm. over at the church. At the mm-hmm. center, and yeah. uh, they're going to do they're, they're going to take one day out of the month, and they're each going to do a service uh, each week. So when Wonderful. it's five, and then I'll do one, and then when it's like mm-hmm. five weeks, and I'll do you know I'll do two. But they're right. going to be going ahead and uh, and helping out more, and uh, wanted to get involved more with the church. So. Well, that's wonderful, and it's going to even it's going to even evolve more beyond that too, where there may be times in the future where you're you're, you know, speaking to the church from a location abroad because you are, you're, you're too busy to be at home during that time. Um, so really, I mean, what you do is so amazing, and there's going to be just a huge, huge amount of opportunity and even demand for you in the next two to three years. So, um, you know, even looking to, to getting more support involved in um, as far as uh, people in like a almost like a PR or a, an agent or somebody that kind of takes on even more of those types of uh, roles for you will be really helpful. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I look forward to it. Like I keep telling the universe, it's like bring it on. I'm ready. Well, they've been they, they've been hearing you. <laughs> it's just like this nice. This nice set of dominoes that's all, imagine it's like this whole big room has been set up, filled with dominoes, and you've just been handed the key, and you're entering that room, and it's all just click, 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 right into place, yeah, everything's just coming yeah, along. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's everything's been changing so quickly. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we had been living for a couple of years in an 8-foot by 35-foot travel trailer, 
and uh, we just had an opportunity fall into our lap where basically what we were paying for rent for the lot mm-hmm. there, we're actually in a, um, you could say a 24 by 56 uh, mobile home. Oh, yeah. And instead of being across the street from the lake, we're right actually on the lake. Mm, wonderful. So I'm, I'm closer to the water, have more of an area. Uh, I've got a mm-hmm. huge oak, you know, a big oak tree out back. Uh, you know, and I'm actually going to have a little office area. Great, yeah. So, uh, you know, I said, okay, bring it on, getting ready, and, you know, new opportunities coming up all the time. And like I said, at the center, it's growing quickly. We're mm-hmm. actually going to start doing our grand opening on Friday the 13th. Ooh, great. Yes. So we've That's got people. Be... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm excited about it. Um, we have people actually going to be doing a month-long tour of the area, and they're going to be joining us on the 17th uh, oh, okay. for two hours. They're going to be doing uh, talking about the healing modalities that they they've learned, the ancient healing techniques, because mm-hmm. they've been uh, living in uh, India with the Swami for years. Oh, and, amazing! And uh, they're they're doing a tour of the area here. Then they're going to do a group meditation and a divine energy blessing. And then, like, not even an hour later, they're going to join me on the radio show. Oh, incredible. So I'm going to get to interview them. So it's going to be wonderful energies going on with them, and uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, can I say, too, that you're, what you're doing with your church is really going to set precedent for how spirituality is going to be, you know, dealt with and, and celebrated going into the future. So, um you're going to be tapped into as a resource for that in, you know, whether it's people wanting to know, um, you know, how this kind of all happened or wanting to use your expertise to, assist, you know, to create uh, other branches of that church in other parts of the world. So it's it's just all about, I just see this huge expansion for you. It's funny that you say that because uh, we actually do have somebody that's working with us to open up uh, another branch of the church and actually over in Bakersfield, California. Well, Steve, it's already beginning then. Yes. Yeah, we're we're laying down, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how to go ahead and do it all and uh, and get it going. So, yeah, it's uh, already beginning. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be incredible. Just, just be prepared. It's going to go, you know, internationally pretty darn quick. And uh, it's just going to be an amazing ride. Well, good. I'm like I said. I keep telling the universe, like, bring it on. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, and I love it. Uh, you know, and, and spirit keeps on telling me what to change, what not to change, and mm-hmm. um, so I'm just, you know, I just go with the flow. You know, and I've had this vision for the center, and I've had some people try to tell me, oh no, you have to do this, and you know, and I know better, and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is my vision. This is what I'm being told to do, and. Right. You know, I'm sticking to it. And, um, you know, some people I've had to tell them, well, you know, I wish you the best. Time to part ways and do your own mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, you know, I'm going uh, going with it this way. Well, right. And, and I, I feel that's why that you are at, you know, the helm of what you do because spirit knows that about you, that you're not going to allow somebody to come in and, you know, basically change what you intuit to be. It's yeah. a message for you, you know. And it's interesting, too, when you even said uh, going international, because one of our members of the board of directors mm-hmm. uh, moved from the United States um, and had to move back home to um, Ireland. 
Oh, wow, yeah. So, um, in a way, we are inter- international because, you know, her family and everything else, uh, you know, they're listening to the radio show and, um, you know, and are interested in the church as well, too, so. I also see a group um, in Canada, too, somewhere right, around, somewhere right around Montreal, eventually. Oh, that'd, oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything else you want to go ahead and promote for right now before we run out of time? Um, well, just, uh, you know, anybody can just find out more just about what I do and what's going on at AuroraMessage.com. There's anything from, you know, one question via email to our readings and, and more. Uh, I also do a a personal one-on-one um, coaching for anybody that is wishing to kind of work on their spiritual development called Rose Quartz Coaching, and we just come up with an individual plan to kind of tackle past life energy, to bring in intuition, to help somebody bridge that gap between, you know, working in the physical world to wanting to do a spiritual business and and how do you do that and how do you put that in action and all those great things. Cool. So uh, what else was I going to ask? Oh, and um, I see on your website, too, that if people join your your newsletter, they get a free 15-minute meditation. Yes, that is true. Um, if you join the newsletter, you get a free 15-minute meditation, and it's a guided meditation, and uh, it just kind of takes you through um, some different visualizations to help either show you things that you need to release. Some people see past lives. Some people see loved ones who have passed on that maybe they uh, needed to get a good message from them. Um, there's also a part that takes you through an energy for healing, so um yeah, it's a wonderful, nice, relaxing, and quick meditation. Oh, well, nice. Well, we have uh, run out of time, so I want to thank you again so much for joining me. It's a pleasure as always. Oh, thank you for having me again. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you on again real soon. Yep, actually I'm coming back already in May, I believe. Oh, she's I'll already booking it. Yeah. You have a wonderful <laughs> assistant. She's booking way ahead of time, getting people coming out more than once, like, like, go ahead, book out months in advance. That's okay. That's wonderful. Well, we'll see you next month then, Karen. You have yourself a wonderful evening and uh, a blessed week. Oh, thank you. You too. Thank you to everyone for your great questions. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Don't forget, everyone, visit our website, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com, and we are video streaming our services live on the website or on Ustream. Just look for Be The Light uh, uh, be the light now on Ustream. There's a link there on the website and all. And, uh, you know, Marcus is a favorite. Add us as a friend here and follow us here on Blog Talk Radio. Be updated on to uh, all the upcoming shows. So until Thursday night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that if you have not heard it today, know that you are loved because God loves you and so do I. Good night, everyone.